especially, and I'm going to go here, especially young African-American players, because they make up 70% of this league. They come into this league and they ask themselves the wrong thing. They come into the league saying not, how can I be a better player? They don't say, how can I be a better teammate? They don't say, how can I be better, a better person? How can I get my organization over the hump? Here's what they come in saying. They come in saying, how can I build my brand better? How can I build my social media following better? How can I work out on Instagram and show everybody that I'm ready to go, but when I get to the game, I don't perform? Dwayne? I mean, that was Booger McFarland, sorry, passionate response to Washington's release of Dwayne Askins. And first off, I mean, I'm just going to go on a little rant here, but ESPN is falling way behind. They're... They're on such a decline from the analysts, the talents that they have. I, I grew up dreaming about working for ESPN. And right now, that desire is starting to fade. And again, uh, if ESPN called me up tomorrow and offered me a job, I'd take it in a heartbeat. But, I mean, from the talent that I grew up watching whether it was Chris Carter, Mike Ditka, I mean, you think about some of the hosts now gone, Mike and Mike, Mike Golick, you think about Trey Wingo, he just departed from them. You know, they're starting to lose out, and I just can't handle the talent that they're replacing. I mean, whether it's Booger, he was awful on Monday night. Dan Orlovsky, he's just a terrible analyst. I mean... What is the requirement to be an NFL analyst? You just have to be in the NFL at some point in your career. The man the man does not deserve to be an NFL analyst. Dominic Foxworth, Dominique Foxworth, whatever, however you say his name. I can't stand the sound of his voice. But getting back to McFarland, I mean, just what a poor take and – I hope he's let go after remarks like this. Does he not remember guys like Ryan Leaf? Does he not remember the problems that Ben Roethlisberger had at the start of his career? Does he not remember Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel, arguably the most infamous player? Well, maybe Aaron Hernandez has that spot. But he's right up there in terms of wasted talent, being a spoiled brat, just being satisfied with being drafted into the NFL. And that's that's all I have to say on that. Max, I think they need some new young blood at ESPN, and you're definitely on the right track. First off, congratulations, buddy, on your promotion now being paid to write. Is it still with All You Can Heat? Yep. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course, dude. Seriously, that's awesome. I'm very happy for you. And don't forget the little people like the guy who you did a podcast with when you get up there. But, Max, also, how was your Christmas? Uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was you good. Know, can't complain. Yeah. Nothing crazy, but how, how was yours? Yeah, it was good. Again, pretty quiet. We had just the immediate family and opened up gifts. You got anything good? Uh, yeah, I got a new laptop. Oh, awesome. Nice. Uh, I got AirPods. Oh, same. Nice. And uh, a couple of Heat uh, t-shirts, but nothing okay, crazy. Like you don't have enough. Oh, speaking of Heat, today huh. is the birthday of the greatest player to ever don a Miami Heat jersey, and that's LeBron James. 
36 years you know, old and still the best player in the NBA. I think that's a little disrespectful to uh, Mario Chalmers. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Damn, I really thought I hit a nerve there, but you got me. I got I you got me, you got me. But anyway, this is the last episode of Old School Sport of 2020. Thank God the year is coming to an end. We have a lot to talk about. Max, we're heading into the final week of the NFL season. Still a lot of playoff spots to be determined. We will focus on the five teams in the AFC currently with 10 and 5 records. We'll talk about the Bears, if they somehow magically make the playoffs that save Trubisky's job. We'll talk about the first week in the NBA. I'll do a little rundown on the college football playoff games coming up this weekend. But Max, let's first start with our weekly list. And this edition is the three players we would like to see on new teams. Doesn't matter the sport. Give we're each going to give our top three players we'd like to see on new teams. So Max, let's start with you. Let's again go from bottom to the top. Let's start at number three. Okay, uh, number three, it's my own quarterback, it's, uh, Sam Darnold. Really? Yeah. Okay. You want to elaborate? Do you, yeah. Yeah. No. Um. I just I kind of feel bad for him, and you know I just feel like. Depending on what the new head coach is going to be, you know, they had a second overall pick. You know, I, I see uh, the quarterback from BYU, Zach Wilson, getting some buzz. I mean, I don't I don't know anything about the guy. So, you know, but I just feel, I kind of feel bad for him. You know, he was coming out of college. He was he was like, you know, kind of like the number one pick for a while. Then he goes to the Jets, has a decent rookie year. And it's just I just feel bad for him. I, I think he's pretty good. I just don't know if he'll ever show it really with the Jets because I just don't I don't, I don't trust the Jets. No, I I do feel bad for him too, Max. I do think that at times he makes still boneheaded decisions, like yep. year three quarterback shouldn't be making at this point. But again, look at the talent that they surround him with. From you could argue that from the rookie year on, they've gotten worse. Their rosters have yep. decreased in talent over the last couple of years, and obviously it was reported that Adam Gase internally has been informed that he will be let go after the season finale against the Patriots. Max, I don't hate that. I just think now that the Jets aren't the number one pick and no longer have a shot at Lawrence, unless the Jaguars screw this up somehow, I think unless you're dead set on Justin Fields, you stick with Darnold and you trade down and you get even more draft capital. No, I'm with you. Uh, I see how that uh, left tackle from Oregon, I forget how to pronounce his name, but I see he might be number two. Mm-hmm. Going to the Jets, I mean, you know, build the line, but I just don't know if I want to draft a uh, left tackle replacement for Beckham, even though Beckham's pretty good at left tackle, move him to right tackle or put the other guy at right tackle. I don't know if you want to draft a right tackle, basically, at second. No, I, I, I get that. I get that. And so I'd rather go down to, like, you know, six or – Seven, five, something like that. Get another pick, and then you know, a player, the player you want should still be, uh, be there. Maybe so. Yeah, I'd rather them trade back, honestly. But and we'll here's, see. Here's the thing, Max. Seriously, I wouldn't even hate like if they liked a player enough, like Justin Fields or that quarterback from BYU, Zach Wilson, and they traded down to number six and then took one of those guys there. I wouldn't 
even necessarily have a problem with that, even though I still think that they should build around Darnold. I wouldn't necessarily have a problem with that because you still got more back. Like, whether you you draft your quarterback at two or six, it really doesn't matter because at six it's even better because now you have more to work with, whether that's using those draft picks to trade up and – the a trade back into the first round or next year address more needs. So I think that again, quarterback isn't out of the question. But if I could, I would trade down from number two. All right, yeah, I'll give you my number three and Max. This might be a weird one, but you know how much I love Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Another player I loved on those old. Oklahoma City Thunder teams is Steven Adams. And I think that I would love to see him get a shot at a ring because I think he's one of those old school blue collar tough guys that, again, does not matter, does not care how many times he touches the ball. He's just a big old goof, but he'll do anything for his team to win. He'll do the gritty, tough work. He can no, also no, be, that's, that's true. He can also be like that enforcer type guy for the Lillard guys or his stars type of thing. And I would love – I think that I, – I know they don't have much to work with and he just got traded to the Pelicans. And I don't think they're in much of a rush to trade him. But like I think he would be perfect with the Clippers – or even the Lakers, something, someone like that. No, I like that uh, Clippers one. The only issue, though, he, that he uh, signed that extension in like two years, thirty-five million. With no, the, I know, the, uh, I know, yeah, I so. know. I'm, I, again, no, it I like that move, from yeah, the Clippers. Yeah, and, and again, Max, I don't think the Pelicans, Stephen Adams, is still valuable on the market with what the Clippers have in terms of draft picks and everything. I don't yeah. think that they're gonna have much luck, but. Number two for you, Max. Number two is uh, Bradley Beal. Okay. Uh, uh, he's one of my favorite non-heat guys in the league, probably. I just feel like he's doing this, uh, you know, loyalty thing, which is, you know, good for him being loyal and whatever. But, I, I mean, I, I kind of said this would happen. Not, you know, them going 0-4, but that team's a mess. They have one of the worst coaches in the league in Stop Brooks. Like, you know, Bradley, you can only do so much on that team. And it's just, I would love, you know, uh, a Miami team to get him. But um, I would just like to see him in general play on a team that actually wins and contends because he's, he's a hell of a player. Max, I really, I, I don't hate that, uh, that pick at all. I, I like that. And I think that, first of all, very disappointing. Again, I don't think we will, we'll talk about it later in the episode. But the NBA season, too fresh, too young to really overlook anything, right? But very upset that Westbrook and the Wizards have started out 0-4. Maybe I was being more biased and hoping for better because at the end of the day, they're really not that good of a team. But I was hoping that Westbrook again would come out to a great start. I know he had the triple-double, but at the end of the day, it's about wins and losses in this league. But Max, can I... I'm going to cheat, and you can cheat too at any point. But can I just give you two quick NBA players before I give you my number two? Yeah, go ahead. Because it was tough. I would love to see Kyle Lowry 
team up with the Clippers again with Kawhi Leonard. Again, not saying it's possible. I'm just saying I would love to see that. And then the other NBA. Oh, maybe it was just that. If I think of it. But I think Kyle Lowry, we've talked about, you've, you've really talked about, Max, the Clippers need a point guard. Now, I don't know if yeah. you're saying they need a point guard along with Kawhi and Paul George, but I'm just saying that would be a great name that I would love to see team up with Kawhi again on the Clippers. No, that'd be a great move for them. Yeah. But like we talked about before, they just, they're kind of just shit out of luck with that. I know, I know, I know. But number two, Max, for me, and I'm going with the quarterback. And this is someone that, again, I'm I'm more willing to give him a pass because of the franchise he plays for, the amount of different head coaches he's had, the lack of talent, lack of running game. But at the same time, I'm not in love with him. I feel that he's a bit overrated. His stats are a little bit inflated. Matt Stafford of the Detroit Lions. I would like to see him go to a team that, you know, quote-unquote, is just missing that one piece, and that one piece is the quarterback. I want to see if he can get it done on a real team, a real franchise. No, I like that pick, yeah. I, I, I would love for him to go to a decent team next year. Yeah. And then, Max, number one for you. Number one, uh, my favorite quarterback in the NFL, that is Deshaun Watson. Oh, wow. Great, great pick. Okay. All right. I mean, um, pretty self-explanatory, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. You know, this should be quick. You know, I just feel like he has to play 55 minutes worth of football perfectly on that team. And, you know, it's, it's you know, the media, not the media, but, you know, I just feel like you know, people just in uh, media when it comes to football, you know, everything's on the quarterback's fault when, you know, his offensive line besides, uh, Larry Tum, uh, whatever Tumsel is the only one that's pretty good on their defense is eh. You know why they didn't trade JJ Watt for a second or third round picks beyond me. They have no assets. They don't. You know Romeo Cornell. They're throwing out there to coach, <laughs> and I just he's not no real weapons anymore. I just I just feel bad for him because he still puts up hell of a numbers, and it leads to nothing because they always lose. No, great. And Max, think about his one and probably number two option last year. Hopkins was traded again. Again, the fact that they didn't get a first-round draft pick is unbelievable, but yeah, that's Bill O'Brien's fault. And then, two, Will Fuller yeah. got suspended, suspended with steroids. Yeah. So he, it's not exactly he's like he's working with much. Like you said, the offensive line is a mess, and yeah, and 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 they're they're not going to have their high draft picks this upcoming offseason. I mean, they would have the number three overall draft pick. Instead, they trade that to the Dolphins for Laramie Tunzel. Max, can you believe that? So I I, I, I hope that they figure it out for his sake, but if this continues and they don't, I would like to see I got, a, tra- I got a trade for you right now. You want the Texans to get, uh, get, a, get a first-round pick? How? Second overall, Sam Darnold for uh, Sean Watson. Boom. You would do that? Oh, I would do that in a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, yeah. I would love for that to happen. Well, Max, I'm just saying that, again, I'm not – there's still upside for Mims, right? But yeah. I think the Jets and Texans are very similar in the fact that they don't have a great offensive line. 
not much talent to work with. Like, again, I don't think it's solely the quarterback. I think there are very few quarterbacks like a Mahomes, right? I do love Watson, but after seeing it this year, I will admit he needs more help than I thought. Well, that's what I was talking about, too. I, I feel like in his play, too, this year, I, I've, I've watched him more than the Jets this year. I just like watching him play. He, he tries to do way too much because you know he has to. Yeah. And he can't win games like that. But the thing, about too, about the Jets is that, you know, they still got that Seattle pick in the late first round. I know it's a late first round pick, but that's you know, they true. still have a pick that's available. So, I mean, it won't happen, but if it did, oh, my God. I'd be, I'd but you would do that in a heartbeat, huh? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's got the it factor. Okay. I agree. I agree. I think he is – I mean <laughs> – do you remember when Dabo Sweeney called him the Michael Jordan of the yeah. NFL? He was going to be. Yeah. Again, I think that he's still a top five quarterback. It was just a rough transition year, especially without his number one go-to guy. Yeah. And again, they're just, not, a, they're, they're just a mess. And nothing of a run game. I mean, David yeah. Johnson. Uh, again, the fact that <laughs> the fact that they got David Johnson, not even a first-round draft pick, is just Bill O'Brien yeah. should never be allowed to control the team again. Anyway. Max, real quick, my 1B player, another NBA player, and again, very similar to Bradley Beal when it comes to the loyalty card. And I do think they have a good team this year. Damian Lillard. Wow. I just want him to win. I just want him to win. I really think that he, if he's not right under him, I think he surpassed Westbrook for my favorite player in the NBA. Yeah, I like Dame. Yeah, no, Dame's a hell of a player, yeah. This might this might be you know next couple of two years for him in Portland. They might have to uh, blow it up if they don't win. I know. I know. I know. But my number one, Max, my number one, and I would love love to see him paired up with a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. It's not very often that we get a great great quarterback wide receiver duo like a Jerry Rice and Joe Montana or Tom Brady, Randy Moss. I would love to see Julio Jones traded to the Green Bay Packers. I think Devontae Adams is great. Don't get me wrong. I know Packers don't usually make the splashy offseason moves. But if there is a receiver in the NFL, (laughs) except for Larry Fitzgerald, who deserves a ring, in my opinion, it's Julio Jones. He has been the best receiver for a while now when healthy. Again, he came close, but the Falcons choked. I would love to see Jones get a shot at the ring, and my number one team would be the Green Bay Packers. No, I like I like that pick. Yeah, who who doesn't like Julio Jones? You know, so exactly. I, I, I would love I would and, love for him. And to you go know to what's great that, about him too, Max, is he's not a diva. Like it's yeah. very rare you see him complain on the field, and he doesn't have problems off the field. He's not a locker room distraction. I yeah. I, I think he's. I think he's great. Now, Larry yeah. Fitzgerald is another one I would love to see, though. But, yeah. you know, so that was my technically top five. Max, I, I really like your list, too. Quickly, I'm just going to go into college football playoff preview rant because I feel like as a sports podcast, we need to talk about the championship week. Well, not championship week, the college football playoffs. And first game is number four ranked Notre Dame against number one Alabama. Frankly, I don't see this being much of a competition. The last couple of big games that Notre Dame has had against these top-tier programs, whether it was Alabama in 2012, whether it was Ohio State a couple years back, whether it was the last couple of times against Clemson, 
They do not show up. The talent differential is so clear, so obvious that it's not a competitive game. And I said this last episode, they're a name brand school at this point. They're a name brand team at this point. I would love to upset, but Brian Kelly just does not have enough to work with to beat a team like Alabama. I think they're going to be outplayed. I think they're going to be beamed down, and I think they're going to be outcoached. And again, I'm hoping, I'm hoping for an upset, a miracle. But Mac Jones is a Heisman finalist. Devontae Smith just won AP College Football Player of the Year. Essentially, it is the Best Player of the Year award for the AP. I, it's going to get ugly. I have a very bad feeling it's going to get ugly. The other game. Clemson versus Ohio State, I am very much looking forward to. Dabo Sweeney has been running his mouth for a while now about Ohio State. First, they shouldn't be allowed to play in the college football playoffs without playing a certain amount of games. Then he ranked them at 11th overall in his coach's poll. Ohio State, remember, is looking for revenge after last year's disappointing loss. For most of that game, they were controlling, they were dominating Clemson. And then after that targeting call where their cornerback was thrown out of the game, it was a complete, complete momentum shift. Clemson's game from there on out, it was a, it was a tough game that Ohio State wished that they could have back. I think that they'll get the the revenge this time around. I'm calling an upset with this one. And, yeah, and I think it's going to be Ohio State versus Bama in the college football championship. Max, would you like to add on to anything to that? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I definitely want to watch that Ohio Ohio State um, Clemson game just because, like you said, about Dabo. But other than that, I really got nothing for it. I I like the drama, you know? (laughs) Yeah, agreed, agreed. All right, Max, then let's get right into the NBA. So, again, like I said earlier in the show, it's that time, a week, a little over a week into the NBA season. A lot of people like to overreact to things, like to blow up certain stories, figure out which teams are real or not, just after, what, five or six games. Some... Headlines from the first week, the Christmas games were absolutely brutal. Good call, Max. They were all blowouts. They weren't I, – I watched one. I, I watched the Pelicans versus your Heat, Max, and then I tuned into the Celtics-Nets, right? And yep. that was another That was another terrible game. I was, I was looking for a good matchup, especially with – that was my first time watching Kyrie and KD, and they showed me everything. I didn't want to see as a Knicks fan, but anyway, yeah, so the Christmas games were a disappointment. The Clippers, the LA Clippers, Max, I was very nervous about them going into the year. They lost to the Mavericks by 51 points, a a historic blowout loss. Paul George taking the blame after the game. Again, there's only so much talking you can do. Either show up or don't. Max, Steph Curry is an absolute fraud. He's being exposed. The Warriors are lucky they won that game against the Bulls. Max, he is a gimmick. 
He is being it, he is showing that he cannot carry a team. And don't tell me about the lack of talent. Look at what Russ did with that Oklahoma City team. Look at when he averaged a triple double and won MVP. Look at what Chris Paul did last year. If you're a two-time MVP, a unanimous, the first ever unanimous MVP, you need to play better. You need to carry your team when guys like Clay are out, Green is banged up. Don't tell me that Steph Curry is one of the best players in the league. He is being exposed. He is a glorified Harlem Globetrotter. I've been saying it for a while, and people are going to see it this year. KD and Kyrie are looking like the real deal in Brooklyn. Again, I only think it's a matter of time before they get injured and ruin the momentum. Some key injuries, though, however, John Morant is expected to be out three to five weeks with a grade two high sprain ankle. And Spencer Dinwiddie is now out for the season for the Brooklyn Nets. Max, are you one of those fans that overreact after the first week? Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> okay. So I like to give the first week usually, you know, weird things happen. So, I mean, the Magic are 3-0, the Hawks are 3-0, Cavs look good, so. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too worked up. Also, my Knicks, Max, my Knicks are back. They won They won two games for the first time yeah, they in look, over they look 300 good. days. But, Max, is there anything you took away from the first week in the NBA? Anything that I touched upon that you would like to talk about? Uh, I mean, I think they happened to make my heat last night. They got embarrassed. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that Jimmy wasn't games. playing. Huh? Jimmy wasn't playing. Yeah, but I don't really care about that. I mean, they lost by like 47. I mean, that's just an embarrassment. There's no excuse. Okay. Um, But no, I, I just feel like a lot of these NBA games, it's kind of like AAU ball. Like this, these teams just get hot and it's just like Milwaukee. Like uh, last night, the, the Heat, um, a lot of the Chris Milton shots, he had a hand in his face. Drew Holiday went through uh, – started the game off with three straight threes, you know, like that never happens. So, I mean, it's just the, the way people shoot now, it's like, it doesn't really surprise me anymore. I mean, still losing by 47 and like the Clippers did 51. I mean, that, that to me was your, was your basic, uh, 330 game when the Clippers just didn't feel like showing up after flying to Denver or coming back from Denver. They're like, Oh, we got to play a game today. So that's what, I mean, it's so embarrassing, but no, the, the thing that kind of makes me laugh is, uh, and <laughs> you know, me pretty well, Victor, Trey Young, these referees act like this guy's prime Jordan. It's unbelievable the calls he gets. He kicks his legs out. He's yelling at the referees, barking at him the whole time. Every time he uh, drives to the rim, he puts it. He flips his head up, throws a shot up, and one. It's just, it's unbelievable how someone who's barely six foot tall in heels is just is is just controlling the referees. What, what the hell has Trey Young done? Max, I completely agree with you. I. I mean, he has the most free throw attempts in the NBA. That's un- that is unbelievable. And Max, I tell me if you see this or not. I could see Trey Young being the second coming of James Harden. No, absolutely, yeah. No, nope. I was just going to say those two are. I mean, Harden. I don't really take him seriously this year. I don't know what the hell his plan is, or whatever. But Trey Young for me is probably one of the most unwatchable players in the league. And. I mean, I still can't believe the fact that the Hawks traded Luka for him is just 
one of those movies that we'll be looking back on being as one of the worst, probably the worst franchise move in history for the Hawks. And yeah, Max, I, I agree. I mean, I saw, I saw a video on Twitter. I didn't see it live, but where he kicks out his leg and he yep. gets the foul. It's just, I tweeted that. Um, I tweeted that earlier that when I saw that, cause I was watching the games and I was like, these NBA players don't even care if the ball goes in. They just care about, um, sticking their leg out last minute. Now, Max, can I ask you something seriously? When you do you think that there should be like NBA coach challenges like that? Because when when you see it, when you slow it down, right? Yeah, it's so obvious. Now, again, we say that watching on TV, we I can't tell you how many times that I've watched an NFL game, and I'm like, oh, that's clearly the call this way, and then the refs come out and call it the other way. But Max, like, it's almost ridiculous, like. With how many fouls there are in today's game, not just with Trey Young, but it's obvious that across the league, foul calls, the game itself is softer. Do you think that there should be challenges? I mean, I feel, the, only, the only issue was the challenges, and especially during the bubble, I noticed when it was uh, when they when uh, coaches would challenge a little bit more, is, is that it just drags on the game. There's one challenge. It was, I think it was like game five of uh, Miami Boston. And I, it took, like, I think 12 minutes for them to get the call. Like, what the hell are you, we, we waiting for? That's the only thing with me is I don't like how long it takes. And, you know, if a team doesn't have any timeouts, you know, that, that's a 12-minute timeout, basically. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. But, no, but to your point, though, I would love more replays. Like, um, not more replays, but I would like, especially for three-point shots, that, you know, have a referee on uh, just on that monitor. And anytime he sees something, it's like the booth in the NFL when they join the booth challenges. Oh, I like that. I would do something like that. I mean, I would try to only do on three-point shots because it's getting ridiculous now. No, it really it, it is. Just, I, 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 as someone like me, it, 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 bugs, it bugs me a lot when I just see these guys just shoot up threes and, oh, they kick their leg out. Like, that's not a natural shooting motion. It's just not. I'm sorry. If you shoot like that, then I don't know what to tell you. But yeah. no, I, I would I would like to see a referee that's on instant replay and just call it out the moment he sees it. But yeah. I don't know. But Max, I'm sorry. I again, I I know that one of the great things about the NBA is it's fast paced, and I mean there are times that there is a foul. It seems like every possession. But I, I'm sorry, Max. I think I'd be open to more than just three point plays because you see, I mean, it really is acting sometimes. Max, yeah. That no, like, it, is. it really is. It, uh, an elbow, the, the guy doesn't even touch him and he throws his head the opposite way. Oh, and, yeah. and I know that, I know that they're starting that they've been handing out fines for flopping and stuff like that, but it doesn't affect the actual game. It's too late at that point. It's hurting their wallets. Oh. And let's face it for guys like James Harden, who are doing it more often than a lot of the players in the league, it's chump change to him. Yeah, and no, that's a good point because usually, I know uh, during the start of the year they hand out the fines, and then mid year they just it doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. So I don't know what that I don't know what that's about. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not too happy. I mean, I'm happy the NBA's back, obviously, but it, it's it's it gets worse and worse every year, and they just reward it, and I it, it bugs me to no end. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Now, Max, I did touch upon a couple of key injuries, John Morant. Obviously, of the Grizzlies, that means the Grizzlies are now going to be irrelevant once more. 
And then Spencer Dinwiddie of the Nets. Max, he was a nice player last year. He was looking to be a nice key role player for this year's team. How, how big of a loss are these two? Oh, the Morant one. I mean, and two. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. hasn't played all this year either. He's injured. So, I mean, it, how competitive that West is, it's looking like the Jerseys probably won't make the playoffs. Um, so that kind of sucks for them. But at the same time, but to, um, I'm sorry, to your other question. Did what you want? That, I, to me, that hurts. That kind of hurts a lot. It doesn't hurt a lot because, you know, they got Caden uh, Kyrie. But he was another guy that uh, creates your own shot. Uh, another ball handler for them. Got to run offense a little bit. Um, I, I see they're looking at Jamal Crawford. Like, you know, he'll give you 25% of Dinwiddie. But, you know, he's like 41 now. But, no, that's definitely, um, you know, that's definitely a blow for uh, the Nets because, you know, the, the more ball handlers and guy that create their own shot you can have on a team, you know, especially when Kyrie and KD are sitting games, you know, it would be nice to have Dinwiddie gone there. He, you know, he can drop 25 for you and win a ball game. So, yeah, that, that definitely sucks for him because he's a free agent this year too. So, I don't know what his contract to be looking like. So, you know, I feel for him. Yeah, I think that the Chris is going to have a very tough time without Morant in the lineup and Dinwiddie too. Like I said, it was a nice surprise. Not a breakout year, but he did become more of a focal point on that team last year. And he was looking to build off of that this year. And with KD and Kyrie, it was looking to be like he was going to be a critical part to that team. And now he's out for the year. And we'll see what the Nets do at the trade deadline. Again, Max, I, for some reason, I'll be honest with you, I completely about forgot about the tra- trade deadline. Like, as if, like, Teams couldn't be trading players right now. Like, the fact that James Harden's still with the Rockets, I'm like, oh, he's staying with the team for the rest of the year. Like, I just, I was expecting so many trades, and the fact that they didn't occur prior to the season start, I almost forgot that it was even possible that these guys could still be moved at any time. Yeah, and especially um, rookies. Uh, a lot of rookies, because, you know, you got to wait a couple of days for them to get traded because the contract stuff, yeah. Yeah. All, um, all, all rookies are now can be traded too, so we'll see. Yeah, damn, that, uh, that'll be pretty interesting. But, yeah, so Max, that's all I really have to say. I felt good for Cat getting his first victory following his, obviously his mother died a couple months back, but first came back in the NBA playing, he was able to get that victory for his mom. He lost a couple of people due to COVID. That was a great story. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to the rest of the NBA, and we'll keep touching upon it each week. Anything else, Max? Uh, no. That's, I mean, like you said, it's just, you know, it's really like the first yeah. uh, couple week week of, you know, NBA, so there's not much to talk about unless something happens. But, yeah. yeah. No. All right. So let's move on to the NFL. And, Max, unfortunately, this is one of my least favorite times of the year, week 17, and especially sucks when – your team doesn't make the playoffs, which is still a possibility for my Giants, despite being 5-10. and 10. But anyway, Max, probably the biggest news of this week is Dwayne Haskins. He was released by the Washington football team. Now, he was the team's first-round draft pick last year, 15th overall. And Max, obviously, we know about the strip club incident after the game to the Seahawks that they lost. He has not been playing well. 
Max, what do you make of Dwayne Haskins as a whole? I mean, this, you couldn't believe how bad it got for him. At least I couldn't. Yeah, um, you know, coming into the draft, I didn't really hear anything about him, like off the field stuff or anything like that. And it just feels like that he got a little bit too, he's one of those guys that just seemed like he was bigger than the team, obviously. And, uh, you know, I've heard, like I said, I'm not, we're not NFL insiders or anything like that. But I listen to a couple podcasts here and there, and I heard, and, you know, a thing around the league is, is that a lot of Ohio State quarterbacks, you know, it, it's kind of like Kentucky and Duke basketball players when they get to the league. They have this, like, aura about them, how they think everything should be, like, handed to them and, you know, stuff like that. Like, oh, I went to Ohio State. I went to Kentucky in basketball. And I went to Duke, you know. Like, they feel like they're owed something for some reason. And I just felt like, you know, like, who's really the quarterbacks in that in Washington? Alex Smith on one leg and this other dude? And and what's who's the quarterback they had from Carolina? Allen. Uh, they had Kyle Allen. He's out for the year due to injury. Yeah. Now it's like Taylor Hink. I don't even know how to pronounce yeah. his name. Yeah. So if you're Haskins, she's like, oh, I'm the first round pick. You know, uh, I went to son. I went to high school with the owner's son. His owner wanted me on the team. Like, you know, what you think I really care? Like, whether is Alex Smith gonna play over me? So I feel like he's just got bigger than the team. He's like, oh yeah, look, look who's in this quarterback room. I, you know, I can do whatever I want. And you know, you, I mean, listen, if, if he was playing good. Then nobody cares. But since he was playing bad, and you know, he can't. It can't be both. So, oh, well, yeah. I mean, he's not get his stuff together because you know, who knows if he'll be resigned again? I saw Carolina had some interest in him, but you know, we'll see. I mean, I wouldn't touch this guy until he figures it out. Honestly, Max, he. I don't know where to start with him, right? Because first off, let's let's start with this, Max, because you touch upon one of my points. If, if this was a Patrick Mahomes, if this was a Russell Wilson, if this was a Josh Allen this year, if he did, if they, if those guys did what they did with the strip club, right, he'd be punished, right, but not ridiculed by his team and the outside media because they're playing well, right? In 13 games with the team, I'm sorry, in, in 16 games, 13 of them started, he has 12 touchdowns. 14 interceptions. He had a couple of picks this past Sunday. Max, he does not have the right to be making stupid decisions. And I'm not saying that it would have been right of any of those guys if they went out to a strip club during a pandemic when their coach is just coming off a battle against cancer, right? But at least people would have been – people would have turned the other way, right? This man sucked. And here's the worst part about it all, Max. Dwayne Haskins was given a golden opportunity. Max, there are 32 starting jobs in the NFL. He got benched the first time, right? He had a golden, he had a perfect second chance, right, to win his job back, to show the Washington football team franchise that he is their guy moving forward, and he blew it. I I don't understand these guys that work so hard for it all. They work for the money. They work for that big contract. They work for the NFL stage. And then once they get there, once they get drafted, it's like they're satisfied. Don't you want to build yourself a name? Don't you want to build yourself a legacy? And 
honestly, Max, whether it's him, Josh Rosen, a couple of quarterbacks the last couple of years have just been awful. But Dwayne Haskins, man, so does I remember I remember Giants fans were gushing over him, wanting the Giants to stop yeah. them. He's a Jersey kid, played at Ohio State, played well. But Max, let's face it. I was a fifth-string quarterback in high school. With the talent that Ohio State has, I think I could throw for a couple thousand passing yards and have myself double-digit TDs because they are so talented across the board that it's obvious that they picked him up, not the other way around. I, I hope Dwayne Haskins doesn't get another chance until he gets serious because... Whether it was one thing or another, it was just ugly, ugly. You know what? You know what's a team I would like him to go to? Who? Uh, the Steelers. I mean, that's an interesting team. That's an interesting Cause, team. Because I mean, we're, I don't know if Big Ben's gonna be there next year, but you know, Tomlin, a respected guy in that locker room. You know, uh, yeah. Ever since the ever since the AB Bell thing, I mean, it wasn't really much as Bell. They're just mad with him about his contract. But you know, he handled that situation in there. You know, he's a guy who say what you want about him as coach, or whatever. But it seems like a lot of players always respect him. He holds people accountable, and I, I think that's what Haskins needs. And you know what? Yeah, you're you're you're, you're like the third stringer here. So you know, sorry, it's Big Ben, and then you know, if, let's say he makes for Rudolph or whatever. Yeah, no, I, I, it I is. Like that. I would like that fit for him, but you know, I, I don't know what really they got going on. Honestly, that is a pretty interesting team. That's a that's a good. That's a good team to suggest, Max. But and and here's the last thing, and I'll I'll end it on this note. Ron Rivera goes to show you that he is changing the culture. He is taking over yeah. because Dan Snyder, the owner of the Redskins, uh, sorry, owner of the Washington Football Team. Obviously, we are well aware of his off the field issues as an owner. When he wanted Haskins, he made sure the Washington Football Team drafted him. Rivera comes yep. in. He's not having this BS. He made the right decision letting him go. If you're not going to at least show up on the field, if you're not going to play well on game day, we're not going to deal with your off-the-field stuff. We're not going to babysit you. No, it, that's that's no, that was, uh, that was well said about Rivera. Yeah, he's definitely changing the culture there. No more, uh, no more nonsense like if uh, Snyder was running the team or – if it was his way, he'd be like, yeah, no, he, he, you know, we're still keeping, but no, it's good. Yeah. All right, so Max, a game last weekend, and I don't know if you saw, it was played Saturday night, the Miami Dolphins against the Las Vegas Raiders. I still, I still find it so weird saying Las Vegas Raiders, but the Raiders took a lead with just about 18 seconds left. Made it a 25 to 23 game, right? And they had a chance to score a touchdown, but they played for the field goal. They kicked off to the Miami Dolphins with 18 seconds left. And in three plays, the Dolphins were able to drive 49 yards, 15 yards of help from a face mask penalty. But during that same play, Ryan Fitzpatrick with an unbelievable throw to the sidelines. And the Dolphins were able to kick a last-second field goal to make the score and win the game 26-25. Max, do you have a problem with the Raiders playing for a field goal? Do you do you have a problem with that in general? 
Uh, most of the time, I, mean, I don't know. I feel like it kind of depends on the game. But, uh, no, I, I feel like if Las Vegas, you know, they're, they're, they haven't been playing the best football either recently. So, you know, how about win the game instead of going for the field goal? Because, I mean, look at that. If the Jets don't blow that game, they've lost, like, what, four in a row or something? Yeah. Yeah. So go for the win. Go for the win. Don't, like, you know, cut corners and stuff. No, if you're going to – if if you're going to do it, let's do it, you know, like going, uh, no, I, but usually, you know, like I said before, it depends on kind of the, where the game and momentum and all that stuff. But no, I, I thought it was a weird move. Yeah, I agree, Max. And honestly, I know that the Dolphins would have had more time on the clock, but it would have been a one score game and the Dolphins would have had to score a touchdown. To win the game. That means that either way, right, you're still kicking off, but the Dolphins would have to score, would have to go further down the field to make it yep. to score six points. And anything can happen. Look at the 15 yard penalty on the face mask. That could have happened on the touchdown drive, but here's the thing they're still further away from their end goal than just a field goal. And with kickers nowadays, We've seen crazy things happen. We've seen last second. I mean, my Giants had had it happen to them two straight years in a row. 60-yard field goals happen nowadays. Anything is possible. Anything can happen. A defense penalty like we saw in that drive to put them, to help them be in field goal position. I just think that when you're not a good football team, right, you can't start playing with scores. You can't start to dictate how you win the football game. No, yeah, no, no. You brought up a good point. Yeah, especially if you're not like a good team, like, you know, you really gotta win the game. And here's the thing, Max, John Gruden, the only reason why he's not on the hot seat right now is because of that stupid, idiotic ten year contract they gave him. Yeah. Alright, Max. That's, that's true. Final week of the regular season in the NFL. We still have plenty of playoff spots to figure out, including the NFC East, but we won't touch upon that. But in the AFC, it's a very crowded picture right now. There are five teams that currently have records of 10 and 5. So in the AFC South, that division is still yet to be determined. The Titans and Colts are sitting at 10 and 5. The Browns are also... At 10-5 after a disappointing loss to the Jets. Speaking of which, the Titans and Colts both had bad losses. The Colts blew a big lead to the Steelers in the second half. The Titans got blown out at Lambeau against the Packers. The Browns, like I said, lost to the Jets. The Dolphins, with their last second victory against the Raiders, are 10-5 and as well. And then the Ravens, who beat my Giants, but that's not a point. The Ravens are playing much better as of late. They're starting to hit their stride. Max. Of those five teams that I just told you, which team would be the most disappointing if they did not make the playoffs? Can you say the uh, teams again? It's Titans, Colts. Titans, Colts, Browns, Dolphins, Ravens. I would say, I'll be honest with you. You know, I, I mean, I don't want to get too personal, but I'm going Dolphins. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Dolphins. I mean, these... Uh, I, Mind you, I, I didn't expect to go on a rant today, but here, here we are. 
I mean, I have a lot of heat Twitter on my timeline, so, you know, whatever, we get along. But football, I don't really talk too much because I don't really care about that much. About, because you're you know, a Jets fan. Yeah, I'm a Jets fan. I don't care about, like, you know, you want to debate about right guard play. You know, yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but these Dolphins fans act like Tua is, is the next saving grace from God. If you say one bad thing about Tua, it's, oh, you know, look at his weapons. and He doesn't have this and this. Well, listen, I'm not a QB guru, so, you know, sorry. I, what does Tua do that's actually great? What, is he accurate? I mean, cool. You don't, you don't draft a, the quarterback, or you don't draft quarterback uh, fifth overall because he's accurate when he had Justin Herbert on the board. I mean, this is why Dolph fans are so pissy when the national media goes, well, are we sure two was even that good? And, you know, two was okay. And, you know, he's kind of game managing this situation. But, oh, well, he had a hip injury, remember? Yeah, but he was, he's been clear for, like, you know, a month now. He's been playing football for how many weeks now? Like, you know, we're going to be uh, using that excuse for, like, every time he's played. Well, he's got a bad hip. Well, again, this is what you signed up for drafting Tua at fifth overall. It's not like this man's made out of steel. You know, he's he's been kind of broken in college. What do you think's going to happen? This is what you signed up for with a Tua experience. Now, it's up against Tua. He's a great kid, yada, yada. But these Dolphins fans, they just annoy the shit out of me. And, oh, our, you know, their defense is pretty good. But I just, if they don't make the playoffs, I will have a laughing storm on Twitter. That, that's all I have to say. So, Max, the only thing that I'll say to that, right, is I think the Dolphins have made a great leap this year, right? No, they have. That is true, yes. And here's the thing. I almost think that they they didn't pack it in with by starting Tua midway through the year. But I also don't know if they were expecting it to play out. Like, I think they were prepared to lose every single game moving forward and be all right with that because their rookie quarterback was starting and this was his first real live action type of thing. you know what I mean like I'm not saying yeah. that they were giving up on the year but I think they were content with whatever happened just because they had a rookie starting quarterback yeah no I see what you're saying yeah no, but, I mean, but that, that could be true in their eyes yeah but I think Brian Flores is making a mistake this is now the second time that he's benched Tua late in the game for Fitzpatrick. And I'm sorry, Max, if you turn to your rookie quarterback, you stick with him because he's not going to have someone to bail him out in the future if he's the real guy. It's either he can play four quarters and bring you back in those crucial situations where you're down, or he's not your guy. Like, I think that Brian Flores replacing him not once but twice for Fitzpatrick isn't helping him for the long run. And, you know, it doesn't what, – what is this – not that – I'm looking for the – I'm trying to figure what word I want to use. But it's like how is he going to learn that like – you know, I feel like anytime he's in a bad situation, here comes Fitzpatrick. It's oh, like, agreed. So, I agree. Sometimes sometimes you need to learn how to lose. That's part of the game. That's true, yeah. You, you yep. know, if you don't make a comeback, all right, yeah, that sucks. You didn't lose. But you know what? At least you know what not to do. At least you have that experience. But it's like, you know, anytime he does something bad – Fitzpatrick, let's get going. It's like a relief pitcher. You know, it's like the moment the starting pitcher does one thing, like somebody gives up a hit, something inning. Oh, relief pitcher time. Agreed. Agreed. No, I agree with that. I do. I do. But, Max, so I'm not ready to say that the Dolphins were at this point. I, I think that the progress that they had this year is a win in their eyes. I'm, I'm torn, right? Because 
I think that the Ravens, after the year that they had last year, they were expecting to be just as good, if not better. And they've been up and down this year, but I think they're really starting to hit their stride, right? Mm-hmm. The Titans made the AFC Championship last year. They just gave big contracts to Henry and Tannehill, even though I don't think Tannehill was deserving of it as much as Henry. But anyway, Max, I got to go with the Colts here because they made the win-now move in signing Philip Rivers. And again, Max, you take a look at how they lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers. That kind of sums up his career. That sums up Rivers' career in being so close, yet he doesn't get the job done. And they were so close to making a statement win. And I know the Titans lost later in that night, but they could have been in first place alone in the AFC South. Max, that was a bad loss. And if the Colts don't make it, I think that they'll be open to Rivers' return next year. But again, he doesn't have much left in the tank. They are still they still have a major question mark at the quarterback position. You no, know, you know, honestly, if I didn't go on my little rant, the the pick is the Colts. Yeah. Um. You know everything everything you said. Uh, even if they win with Rivers, I still would I still wouldn't bring him back. I feel to me, I mean, just my opinion. I feel like this is like a stopgap for them. Like you know, we got kind of a win now team. Uh, we still think Rivers has some gas in the tank, and he knows. But uh, here's the thing, the Max. Then where do they go? Because because do you think Brissett is the answer? They tried that last year. No. Do they make a Do they make a trade for another veteran quarterback like Matt Ryan, like Matt Stafford? No, I think I think they go to a guy in Philly who Carson Wentz had the best year with uh, Frank yeah. Wright. Okay. All right. I keep I, I think I think that's what they should should do. All right. Because you know how how old is Carson Wentz? Like twenty seven. Yeah, he's not that old. I'll look him up. He's like mid twenty, mid late twenties, I think. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say I'm looking up now. I'm gonna say twenty six. Carson Wentz. And you know, th- oh, 28, 28, 28, 28. 28? Okay, so yeah, yeah, he's still got a lot of time. Yeah. Um, but the, to me, that's just that's just a classic. He needs to get the hell out of Philly. If I'm him, I'm making it ugly. You know, saying leaking stuff out, this and that. Get me the hell out of here, and you know how big his contract is. I think the Colts would what maybe give up the third at the most for him. That you could probably how big his contract is. Third rounder. Agree. Yeah, probably. Pro. Pro. I could see second rounder being tossed in there. I just feel. I mean, I don't want to you know have a trade debate show here, but. I, I think, yeah, maybe second, but the, but the only thing, though, is that that contract is so big, you're kind of doing them a favor. That's true. That's true. But, yeah, yeah second, third round range, I, I think I think that'd be a good deal for both sides. You know, let, let the Eagles wash their hands from that situation. You know, if, if they think Hurst is a guy, so here we go. You got it um, on a silver platter. Let's see what you got. And then once you're back with the coordinator, you got a, win, you got a pretty good team. So, you know, let, let's see if you got it still. Honestly, definitely a better team than – the Eagles, yeah. talent-wise. And, yeah, I, I, I keep I keep forgetting the ties, and I do really like that move, Max. But in terms of this year, if they do not make it, it would be a disappointment. I, yeah, I also be. think that it's kind of a stopgap, right? It's just that yep. who they have. as they're, it, Like, I don't know anyone that they're grooming to take over. So 
it'll be an interesting offseason decision no matter what happens with Rivers and the Colts. Also, Max, I listen, I, I know he was without receivers on Sunday, right? But Baker just goes to show you he's the product of the team around him. He's not, he's not anything special. And I'm not, listen, to me, year in, year out, the Browns always disappoint. So if they end up losing Sunday and don't make the playoffs, it it would shock me the least out of all these other teams. Yeah. No, that that would that would uh that would make me happy. Anything Cleveland, yeah, as you know, I just yep. Yeah. I, I hope they lose. Yeah. All right. Now, Max, a team that is back from the dead, currently in the playoff picture. The Chicago Bears. It looked like their general manager was toast. It looked like their court their quarterback was toasted. Their quarterback was toast. It looked like their head coach was toast. But Max, they've won their last three games. They blew out the Jaguars on Sunday. That's not saying much, but they've won their last three games after losing the previous six to improve to eight and seven on the year. Again, like I said, they're in the playoff picture. It's been a quarterback carousel from Trubisky to Foles back to Trubisky. Does a playoff berth mean Trubisky or anyone else that I said, I think Nagy, Nagy will be back, and I believe their general manager will be back as well. But Max, does Trubisky, if they win and get a playoff berth, does this mean Trubisky will and should be the 2021 starter? Um, I think depending, like you said, if they do make the playoffs, I would do and, I, and I'm taking this from uh, a podcast I listen to, Mike Lombardi's podcast, and it, I kind of agree with it. I would do a one-year, like $10, $15 million deal and tell him, say, listen, we'll give you you know, a, one year, a big one-year deal, but we're still looking for other options at the quarterback position. Yeah, Max, I I got to be honest with you. I was thinking that it would be a complete mistake if they signed Trubisky to a long-term deal if they made the playoffs, right? I do not think a long-term deal is in the question. If they did, they'd be regretting themselves for years to come. It would be like a Blake Bortles, but much... Uh, well... It can't really get much worse than what Blake Bortles, uh, Blake Bortles gave you. But Trubisky would match it. I promise you that if they committed to him long term. Problem is, Max, I don't know who they can bring in to really compete with him unless they draft a quarterback because Nick Foles in that contract does not do them any favors. No, it does not. So, I don't know who... Again, are you going to make a trade for a quarterback? That means giving up draft capital. Are you going to bring him in just to compete? Is it worth giving up trade picks just to have a quarterback competition, another quarterback competition? What do you do with Foles? You know, I just, I, I think you got to move on. I don't think Trubisky is the team. And listen, I know that he's been playing better as of late, if you can call it that. I mean, I I wouldn't. I really don't think that he is the answer. I think you need to stop wasting your time. I think that he, if anything, needs a change of scenery. I don't think that he's going to be an NFL quarterback with any team. But I think it's time to move on. 
you you've seen what you've seen. You know what he is. It's time to part ways. All right, and then Max. Obviously, with Week Seventeen, like I talked about it, there are going to be plenty of teams. The Steelers coming out and saying that Ben Roethlisberger will not be playing this week against the Browns. Mason Rudolph will start instead. Max, this is an age-old question, and we've seen it work out both ways. But if your spot is solidified and you cannot do anything to enhance it or make it better or improve it, do you rest your players? Um. Yeah, if I – well, one, it just – I always kind of struggle with these type of questions because I feel like there's a lot more things than it's just, you know, cut and dry how the media kind of makes it seem like. Um, it's like on the thing on Big Ben, who's had injuries issues before, as we know, it only takes one snap for you to, you know, ban Big Ben's out for the year and then it's Mason Rudolph again or whoever they got back there. I think it just depends on your team. You know, I talked to the teams, what do you guys think? You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with maybe do, doing two, three series in the first quarter and then, you know, putting the backups in. Uh, I, I think personally, it just kind of depends on what your team situation is, and like what you said, depending on what you're ranking. If you can't improve your ranking, then you know more rest the better, I guess. But you know, it just depends on what uh, the situation of your team is and what your team wants. Honestly, Max, I there aren't really many situations where I would rest my starters, just because I truly believe that the hot hand, the team that's been playing. I think that they have an advantage. I just think that I would like to continue the momentum that I have. And I think that teams that get a first round by... Remember, it's only the number one seed this year. So the Chiefs are going to get it in the AFC while the... Is the NFC still deciding? I believe so, right? Uh, It comes down to this week. Yes, because the Green Bay Packers currently hold it, but the Saints are a game behind, so the Packers need to win for a home field throughout the playoffs and get that first round by. Max, if I don't have a first round by, then I understand it a little bit more. For a team like the Steelers, I am actually in full favor of it. Like you said, Max, Big Ben is an older quarterback now. He's had a history of injuries, and... They haven't had an off week since that COVID bye yeah, week. That so is true with them. Yeah, been, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, they've been playing double-digit weeks in a row. So I think it makes all the sense in the world for them to do so. Rest some of their older guys. Rest some of their key guys. Because, again, you never know what could happen. But I'm also not a guy that plays in fear that thinks you should make decisions based off of fear. So I just don't agree with, oh, they might get hurt in this game. I don't agree with that. I think there needs to be a good enough reason behind it. All right, Max, anything else you'd like to talk? Oh, Max, wait. Okay, let's talk about this real quick. And if you want to wait next week, we can. But the rumors going around, Adam Gase will be fired. Let's see if it actually happens or not. But, again, the rumors are pretty hot right now. How do you feel about that? Uh, kind of like you said, I'll believe it when I see it, but I did see how, uh, there's a landing spot for him in New England if, uh, he is, he is let go, so. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. 
I, I still, I'll, um, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, uh, hopefully, hopefully next podcast we do, we, I have, I have some clarity so I can go on my little rant. Cause it, no, that, that might be like a 10 minute rant. So that yeah, was no something problem. special. No problem. Looking forward to it. I'll, I'll make myself some popcorn. No, but I think it's uh, very interesting. I, I think it's a weird time for everything to come out with what, just one week left. But anyway, all right, Max, let's let's do our week seventeen predictions. And again, I know some teams aren't completely healthy, but we're st- aren't going one hundred percent. But let's still make our picks for the week. Dolphins at Bills. Max, do the Dolphins get into the playoffs and win this game? Is the game where's the game at? Is it in uh, Buffalo. Buffalo? I'm going. I'm saying no. I'm going Bills. Yeah, I'm going with Bills too, Max. I I called it. That was a two year decade stomping out of the Patriots last Monday for the Bills. Yep. No. Yeah. No, yeah, they, yeah that, that, was, that, was, that was something to watch. Yeah, you know they enjoyed that. But I'm going with the Bills in this one too, Max. Ravens at the Bengals. Max, the Bengals the Bengals have been a tough team as of late. And the sneaky, Ravens, sneaky out. I know, I know. And the Ravens have won a couple of games in a row. They beat my Giants pretty handily. Who do you have? I'm going to go with the Ravens. Yeah, I'm going with the Ravens too. Max, Steelers at the Browns. Steelers with Mason Rudolph at the helm. Browns need this game. Who are you going with? Yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with uh Cleveland. And you know, I think we should um remember how uh Mason Rudolph is gonna go against uh his buddy Miles Garrett for the I first know, time. I know, I know. I still that is still one of the why I still <laughs> watching that, I could not believe that actually happened. But Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, that was, that was something live. Yeah. Max, I'm going with the Browns too. However, I do think it's going to be a close game still. Yeah. I, yeah. No, I can see it. Vikings at the Lions. Max, sad news today. Dalvin Cook went home to Florida. His dad passed away. He was only 46. He I not, saw that. Yeah, that's terrible. He will not be playing in this season finale. Max, who do you have? I'm gonna go with the Vikings. I, I think the the, uh, the Lions are just a dead horse that needs to be shot. Yeah, I'll go with the Vikings too. And Max, I hope this isn't the case. Just a name to keep an eye out on. They like to call Black Monday, the Monday after the final game of the yep. year. Mike Zimmer, just a name to keep an eye on. Oh wow, is that, is that a Victor scoop? No, I heard it. I heard it at random points throughout the year. And I okay. hope it's not the case because I do think he's one of the better coaches in the league. And I think it just a lot went wrong this year. And they definitely lost some talent, whether it was Diggs, whether it was Rhodes has been playing great for the Colts. A couple of guys on their defense, too. I think it was a tough year for the Vikings. I hope they don't let him go. I think that would be a big mistake. Max. Wow, I guess we'll, I guess we'll see. The hottest team in all football, the New York Jets, two-game winning streak against the New England Patriots. Who do you have? I'm going to go with the uh, with the Patriots. Max, I am going with the Jets, and I'm not I'm not being wise ass. Honestly, the Patriots to me look like a defeated team. 
No, they, they definitely do. But they, I mean, we all know how much Belichick hates the Jets, so I think he'll he'll whip up some, uh, one more one more W on the year. All right, Max. This game, very excited for, and I'll I'll just be honest because you know who I'm gonna go with. I can handle not making the playoffs. They had they had all the opportunity in the world. They controlled their own destiny at points in this year. They've lost three in a row. If Washington beats the Eagles, it doesn't matter. But Max, I need the Giants to beat Dallas. I need yeah. them to beat Dallas. They haven't beaten them since 2016. I Fucking despise the Cowboys. Okay, go out and beat the Cowboys. I'm going with the Giants in this one. Hmm. Who do you have? You know, I, I'm going to go with the Giants this one. Okay, good, good choice. Also, fantastic news, fantastic news that happened last week. Actually, I believe it was Christmas Day. Logan Ryan signed three-year extension with the Giants. I love Yeah, that. I saw that. I think he's a great piece on that defense. Falcons at Buccaneers, Max. Yeah, I'm going to go with the, uh, the Buccaneers on this one. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, Falcons blew another fourth quarter lead to the Buccaneers this time. I'm, I'm going with the Bucs, too. I, I think that they're similar to the Ravens. I think they're starting to hit their stride as well. Packers, and I was wrong. I was dead wrong. I said I predicted that they would not make the playoffs, but they were able to figure some things out. Packers at the Bears, Max. Ooh, wow. Are the Packers playing everybody? Uh, yeah, they have to because they're only a game oh, yeah. of the Saints. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going Green, Bay, uh, Green Bay. Yeah, I'm going Green Bay too. I know that the Bears are hot right now, but the Packers have looked really good, and and the big victory against the Titans. That was impressive. Raiders at the Broncos. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the uh, Broncos, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I I think this says more about the Raiders and I think that yeah. they're just I don't know what happened to them, I really don't, but I'll go with the Broncos too. Jaguars at the Colts. I'm going to go with the Colts. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with the Colts, too. I mean, the Jaguars locked up the number one overall draft pick. They're not playing for anything right now. Yeah, still, still they don't care. Still can't believe that they started the year with a win. And then lost. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Chargers at the Chiefs, Max. I'm going to go with the Chargers because Chad Henney's playing. Uh, yeah, remember, the Chargers almost beat the Chiefs the first time around. I'll go yeah. with the Chargers, too. Chargers in this one, like you said, because Henny's playing. Cardinals at the Rams. Max, big game for both these teams. They still have a shot at the playoffs, but who do you have? Oh, well, Max, also remember that both both quarterbacks, Murray will play, but Goff is out this Sunday because he got yeah. thumb surgery. So, yeah, no, I'm going to go... I mean, I'm, I don't think we care for Jared Goff too much, but no, you know, their 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 backup is like I don't even know who the hell it is. Like they don't even have a real backup; they just got some guy because you know they got to kiss golf's ass. But yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. Yeah, and I mean they they re-signed Blake Bortles, <laughs> Jared Goff. <laughs> that's that's always the answer. Yeah, listen, Max. Seriously, I think this is a year that. 
Their backup quarterback is John Wolford, who has never appeared in an NFL game since he went undrafted out of Wake Forest. Okay, yeah, I'm going with the Cardinals in this one, Max. And seriously, I think this offseason, the Rams need to make some calls and see if any team is stupid enough to take Jared Goff and his awful contract. Because I think the Rams could be great, but he's not the guy. And you want to talk about being handicapped? You want to talk about being... Having his yep. hand held at the NFL level with McVeigh, it's Jared Goff. Took the words out of my mouth, and, and I just I really cannot. I, I again, it's not it's not like I hate him. It's just that I just don't think do. that he's a good NFL quarterback. I can't stand him now. Seahawks at 49ers, Max. I'm gonna go with the uh, with the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm going with the Seahawks, dude. Not much to say about that one. Saints at the Panthers. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the uh, the Saints on this one too. You know, part of me wants to go Panthers, but I think it's gonna be that would be a bad pick. Uh, I'll go. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with the Saints too. Can't believe Alvin Kamara scored six touchdowns last week. <laughs> yeah, that was, six rushing. That was touchdowns. something. Could you imagine playing him in your fantasy football championship, Max? Thank God I don't play fantasy sports, but I'd be pissed. Oh, yeah, no, neither do I. I'm just saying, like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely have a meltdown. Yeah. Titans at the Texans, Max. I'm going to go... Believe it or not, I'm going with the Texans here. I think Deshaun's going to... Uh, I think he's going to have one more big game and then call it a year. I would like to go with that, too. I'm going with the Titans, though, after last week's... Ugly loss to the Packers. I mean, that was that was a humiliating loss. So I'm going with the Texans uh, with the Titans in this one, Max. Max, let me ask you this because in the past, have you told me that you're not a big JJ Watt guy? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. No. Okay, what did you make about his post game rant? Um, you know, I definitely thought he brought some good up good points, but I mean, you know, so you we, think we it was what- sincere? No, I mean, from him, yeah, I, I think it is because, you know, there there's a camera in front of him. So, yeah, I think he was really like a fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't have a problem with him. You and my other friend don't like him. But watching it, I was like, I really hope this is sincere because if he... I mean, I get what he's saying. Like, he brought good points. Oh, he did. But... No, 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 definitely. But it's just, it's just one of those things that, you know, everyone has their biases and grudges. It's just anything he does, I'm like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. All right. And then finally, Max, this is a big, crucial game to decide the NFC East. Washington at the Eagles. The Eagles are eliminated. But if Washington wins, they win the NFC East. If they lose, whoever wins the Giants-Dallas game does. Max, who do you have? I'm going with the, uh, believe it or not, I'm going with the Eagles. I'm going with the Eagles too, Max. They looked bad against Dallas, but I don't think Washington is that good on offense. And if Alex Smith is out, they're even worse. And they're starting a guy that I didn't hear of until this past weekend. So I'm going with the Eagles in this one. All right, Max. Any articles this week? Yeah, I actually just wrote one about the Heat today. I think that should probably get done by maybe later tonight, but probably uh, tomorrow morning about uh, the Heat 
pizza issues, I think, this year that uh, are uh, going to happen. And it's all you can eat, and the website is fan side, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Go check it out, guys. You'll learn a thing or two about basketball. I, whenever Max Snapchats me and tells me an article is up, I go check it out. And again, he knows his basketball, and he's finally getting paid for his hard work. So, congrats again, Max. And Max, what is your Twitter you. and Instagram handle, please? Um. At Max Marshall 136. And buddy, I hope you have a very happy new year. As to the rest of you, happy new year and see you next time.